We had a vacuuming video hit, hit a million views. And so all of my siblings at home were dancing to Lil Wayne and Millie and sent a video out. From Grindstone Media, this is Nebraska Made, a narrative journey through the lives of Nebraska's most inspiring business leaders. We unpack the intimate details of how our guests navigated obstacles and built their companies in pursuit of the good life. I'm JT Martin, and today we hear from Jake Kenny, the owner of a carpet cleaning service in Omaha, who became an unexpected social media sensation in just a matter of a few months. Our guest today, Jake Kenny, is a young business owner who started doing online videos for fun in the spring of 2020. It went really, really well. And today, he has fans all over the world. He's been featured in Silicon Prairie, KMTV3, and other local news outlets. And like many of our guests, he grew up in a small farm town. I grew up in Salina, Kansas, uh, the oldest of eight kids. And we kind of grew up on a farm. I was homeschooled till sixth grade with my brother. And we're kind of a, a big family unit, sort of secluded from a lot of society for quite a while. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I think that varied. You know, I think for me personally, though, from a young age, probably about two or three, I wanted to be a carpet cleaner. And I'm kidding. No, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it varied for me. I went through a bit of a depression in high school. And after transitioning through that, I was interested in being a clinical psychologist. So I went for a psychology degree when I went to college. I didn't have any social media until my roommate in college made me make a Facebook. Uh, so I, I was never super into social media. Growing up, we didn't have TV. I spent a lot of time reading and we didn't have really any internet until, for, for quite a while. So so I, I definitely wasn't drawn to social media originally. When did your dad start the business? In in 2009, it was right at right in the middle of that recession. Uh, a couple of my uncles uh, were out of work at the time due to what was going on, and so they thought great time to invest and go go all in on a business. So they committed to it together. The problem they ran into was a a lot of people weren't looking for extra services in that time frame, and b they had a ton of overhead, and so they were they were hemorrhaging money. And it led to them transitioning to other avenues uh, fairly quickly. So when we were in college, Pete and I agreed with my dad. He was going through a tough time. He had a lot of uh, loans out on it. And so we agreed to work. We each worked uh, for a salary of 100 bucks a week in the business. So I did Tuesday, Thursdays in my classes where I just filled all my classes and did the night classes. And then I would work Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Pete did Monday, Wednesday, and he would work Tuesday, Thursday, and we'd meet up and all both work together on Fridays. I, I went into it after that, and we went kind of headlong in, and ever since then, we've had a passion for it. And about two years ago, my dad decided he was ready to sell, sell and so we, we took out the loans and bought it from him. So Jake has just graduated from college, and he's officially a business owner, along with his brother and their two wives. They took on the loans together, so they decided to split the company four ways and each own 25%. And since then, Jake has become somewhat of a cleanup expert. He's seen every kind of spill you can imagine. What was the worst carpet stain that you've ever seen that someone called you to fix? I've been called to a couple of like murder scenes that I had to turn down, <laughs> sort of. Uh, Actual murder scenes? Well, so one of them was... Uh, a guy had gotten stabbed and there was a lot of blood in the carpet. I don't think he was had passed away. 
uh, but I was just like, that's too much for me. You're gonna have to call a, a you know professional restoration company. But uh, another one was just like a home invasion where a guy had been hit with a lamp on the head. Uh, that one wasn't as bad, and I, I pretty much just cut out the carpet and patched it in that area. So, uh, I mean, there was one time where <laughs> we had we had so many floods. It was about I think it was about four or five years ago. We had that massive rainstorms, and. Uh, I, uh, I actually fell asleep on my water extraction uh, wand and like fell and hit my head and like popped back up because we'd been working for about like 33 hours straight. It was brutal. So Jake has been through the gauntlet at this point. He's put in the hours to master his craft. And so when his 13 year old sister came to him with the idea of joining a new social media platform called TikTok, most people probably wouldn't think he would be into it. Our, our siblings, Patrick and Mary, were really into TikTok. And they were telling us to try TikTok more for like a personal aspect. They're like, oh, it's, it's really fun. Okay, and then COVID kicks in. How does the business do then? We probably lost about 20, we were probably 20%-ish down for a while uh, in the springtime compared. And, and usually we grow year over year. So uh, for us to be down was a, a, a even more significant drop. Pete and I were talking about things to do. Our business had been reduced with uh, the pandemic. And so we're like, what, what can we do in some of our free time? And and we just talked about building social media. And so he started TikTok and did the a couple slideshows that got 10,000 views. And it was just before and after slideshows. And at the time, we're, we were blown away. We, we couldn't believe it. Okay, time out. TikTok 101, really quick. So TikTok is an app for making and sharing short form videos. It's really easy to make a video on the app, not just because of the tools it gives users, but because of its extensive reasons and prompts that it provides for you. You can select from an enormous range of sounds, from popular song clips to short moments from TV shows, YouTube videos, or even other TikTok videos. You can join dare-like challenges, or participate in a dance meme, or just make jokes, or you can just make fun of all these things. There are, however, a few stigmas to the app. One of them being that it serves the lowest form of the attention economy and it's turning our youth into mindless zombies. But it does a lot of good too. There's a lot of uplifting content and knowledge sharing that goes on on the app. And policymakers are constantly striving to make the app safer and a more positive experience. Were you addicted the first time you saw that 10,000 views? No, it was, uh, <laughs> it was actually a really silly video I made. Uh, uh, to uh, the Mission Impossible music, uh, where my hands are like moving really fast, like Tom Cruise. Uh, uh, it got like 250,000 views, and for us, we were, we were we couldn't believe it. <laughs> so that was that was definitely when we started taking it much more seriously. What was the response when it happened? Did everyone run in the room? Yeah, well, Pete and I were pretty excited, and some of our younger siblings. I think the biggest response was when uh, we had a vacuuming video. In hindsight, a terrible video. It hit a million views, and so all of my siblings at home, like there's like five or six of them, were dancing to Little Wayne and Millie and sent a video out. Like, so it was really funny. And I originally started the videos because we were just doing sort of carpet cleaning related videos, and then I saw people giving just terrible advice on TikTok to people. They were just dumping Dawn dish soap directly on their stain and scrubbing it. Like the amount of foam, I'm like, that is never coming out of your carpet. Uh, please stop that. So I was just, I didn't really want to get into stain work, but I was just like, please, if you, please dilute it. Uh, <laughs> like a half teaspoon per two cups at, at most, or it'll never come out. And then after that, people would start asking me, how do you remove glitter from your carpet? Or how do you move Play Doh or anything else under the sun that I've ever had in my house? Uh, <laughs> 
So Jake started making videos in March of 2020. Fast forward to today and he's developed a cult following of over 2 million fans. He's posted about 100 videos total and for whatever reason, people go crazy for his content and it's snowballing. Well, a lot of people think I sound like Timmy Turner's dad, so I have a ton of uh, Fairly Odd Parent fans uh, supporting me that care nothing about anything else. They're just like, please do the Dinkelberg voice. Oh, Timmy, uh, that <laughs> that Fairly Odd Parent's voice. Uh, and uh, then I have a ton of people that comment, they're like, I don't even have carpets, I just find your video so satisfying. And I tell them they're the real MVP. Uh, but uh, but yeah, then, then there are a lot of people that actually want help getting stains out of their carpet and they're very aggressive about it. It's been fascinating to me, the extreme passion people have for uh, watching someone pour stuff on their carpet, uh, or just the amount of people who are just clamoring for, how do you get red Gatorade out? I mean, people are, are very aggravated about red Gatorade. That's your number one <laughs> nemesis. What, that is probably the, the, the one I get the most, is either some form of red dye 40, which is in a variety of drinks. So there are a lot of ways to make money off TikTok. The first is organic business, where someone actually calls Jake and happens to mention that they found him on the app. He says this contributes for about 3% of his business now. Then in July, TikTok announced the Creators Fund, which is a program that actually pays video creators directly in an effort to foster creativity and fresh content. This program pays about two to four cents per thousand views. Well, Jake has videos that have seen over 15 million views alone, so the payout for that video would be roughly $300 to $600. And he usually posts a video a day. And then lastly, on top of all that, there are brands that will reach out to Jake directly to offer him payment for endorsing their product. A rule of thumb is that brands will pay between $10 to $25 per thousand followers for an influencer to do a promoted post. Well, if you do the math on that, for Jacob's audience, it comes out to about twenty dollars to $50,000 a post. And since Jacob's audience is so specific, it makes him the perfect fit for one of the most iconic vacuum brands in the world to do business with him, Hoover Vacuums. That's right, he's working on endorsement deals with Hoover that could mean big money for his business. So your, your first video hits a million. Mm -hmm. do, you, do you start to see any correlation between TikTok and the business at this point? Not right away. It, the nice thing is the FYP is uh, based on your location. So you do have some local growth there just organically, which is really nice. But it wasn't until we started really blowing up that we started getting calls from TikTok. And I think part of that is there's a stigma involved with TikTok. And I don't know if it's because it's seen as a children's app or if it's because of all the ban issues and the privacy issues. But there's a stigma with calling when people call from TikTok. They don't like to say they found us on TikTok most of the time. Uh, so that's why we've been trying our recent videos to mention when we're doing a job from TikTok to sort of normalize it. Um, but I think as we continue to work on our brand, we can have a, a higher turnover of people who see us on TikTok. But we have a lot to get better at as far as uh, promoting our business still. It's, a, it's an interesting combo between entertaining uh, the masses worldwide and also promoting your business uh, locally is sort of almost two different crowds there. Where do you see this TikTok account going? Could you monetize it in other ways? Yeah, we did one promoted post, but I've turned a lot, pretty much all of the offers down. I did one just to see what it would be like to try an, an ad, but uh, the problem is I just, most of them I just don't feel like provide a ton of value to my followers. Uh, but we have uh, the creator fund for TikTok now. We do, we are in that, so we do get paid from that now. The pay-per-views does seem to scale based on length of view time 
and what type of video you're doing. Uh, so I think when I've done duets and stuff, it's almost like I get a, a less amount because it's not uh, my own original content potentially. I'm not sure, but so th there are some things uh, involved that, that do skew those numbers. What about starting this business in Nebraska helped you the most? Well, the thing I love about Nebraska is even in Omaha, which is a very large city, uh, you get that small town feel. And I, I really value that coming from a rural area. You have a lot of community and a lot of tight-knit people and people that care. Today, Jake has over 2.4 million followers and more than 50 million total video views. He says that he's enjoying the publicity and he hopes to grow his family's business alongside his TikTok following for years to come. I'm JT Martin, and this has been a Grindstone production. Grindstone is one of the premier production and marketing firms here in Lincoln, offering everything you need to grow your business in 2020, from video and podcast production to social media management and media buying. You can learn more by visiting grindstoneagency.com. It is amazing the amount of uh, different characters people think I am. Like, I have so many people who think I sound like Kermit the Frog when I get my high voice, though. So that, it's been an interesting mix. People will be arguing in my comments. They'll be like, he sounds like Kermit the Frog. No, he doesn't. He sounds like the dad of Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> yeah.